<laughs> yeah, let's get it. Jerk Haggis X. Jerk Haggis 10. Jerk Haggis 10. We've reached the Roman numeral stage. Yeah. It's only taken us 17 years to get to our 10th podcast, but here but we, we did are. it. Yep. We did it. We're it's here. Beautiful. Davis. I'm proud of us. David Scott here. I'm proud of you. I'm not proud of myself. You should be proud. You should be very uh, proud. Mm, uh, whatever. We're doing big things. <laughs> We're all doing big things. We're trying big our things. hardest to make it in this cold, cold world. It, big things popping. That was a really like cold and bleak start to the show. Let's do it, though. Let's get it. We're here. It's yes. been a while. I know you guys have missed us. Yes. Yes. Some of you have told me that you listen religiously, which is weird because every three months... That's we're not a very good religion. I feel well, like for a good religion, actually, you have to be like dedicated, and we're not even dedicated. It's a perfect religion. It's like lackadaisical, like, yeah. like every three months, yeah. phoning it in. Beautiful. Yeah, it's just not even a religion at that point. It's like a gym membership. You're still paying fees, though. You are still paying yep. fees. Yep. Everybody's <laughs> waiting on that new... So what's been going on? Man, just uh, hanging in there, trying to maintain. Yes, yes. Yes. Uh, music's been questionable of late. I'll say that. Uh, I've enjoyed music lately. Really? I think okay. even since our last podcast, we've I've gone through a couple of different phases. I've gone through... I'm a big Lil Baby fan. This weekend, Lil Baby gonna drop their combo album or whatever it's called. I'm enjoying that. I've enjoyed um, some Chris Stapleton. Wow. I've enjoyed... Okay. I mean, there's some good music out there. There's a new John Butler album, which... Again, even less people in the U.S. care about than this podcast, but still, yeah. Hmm. Jump up the Look at Yep. I'm not a big Lil fan. There's only a few Lils I like. How many Lils do you like? like? Which ones are the good ones? I don't know if there's a good or bad, but... Wheezy. That's a given. Uh, maybe that's it. Is that the only Lil you like? Well, I, I don't dislike the others, but they don't make the list. I guess who are the Lils that are left? Because like oh, now who are the Lils that are left? Because Lil is an overused. Um, yeah, they're everywhere. Well. There's too many. Well, then they've become other things like Young, and yeah, they have other names like uh, Young Boy Never Broke Again. That's you his name. You, you think his original name was Lil Boy Never Broke Again? No, but he could have been Lil, <laughs> but now you don't do Lil. Lil anymore. Boy Never Broke Again. No, that's weird. Yeah, but like better. you're talking about like Lil Pump, yeah. Lil Zan. It was never gonna be Lil Oxycontin. Uh, it's never gonna be uh, Lil Percocet. Lil Lil Thug. There probably is a Lil Thug out there. I would say there should have been a Lil Fu. Lil Fu. Lil Fu. Lil Fu. Lil Pump. There's so many. Um, Lil Mama. What happened to Lil Mama? I think she's going by her real name now. That's what happens. Hopefully. And she's on like a real dancing show now. So. You know, hip hop doesn't do like you you two years in the game. It's worse than the NFL. Unless you're yeah, a kicker. Worse. I yeah. know what the what's the hip hop equivalent of a kicker? Like a producer? Oh you know, like the someone role, who, the yeah, role. Someone that makes beats. Who's made No, because beats don't you as a beat maker you don't really Who's like been around forever yet. though? Dre, like, Pete Rock, I don't know. I don't know. I think producers are the are the kickers of the game. Timbaland? Yeah, yeah. So people making beats and producing. Pharrell? Yep. Well, he's a vampire. We know he this. is a vampire. <laughs> you guys have seen that image of him as yes. a Native American and then as him as a child and then him 40 years later. We'll tweet it. Yeah. At Jerk Haggis. We'll yeah. tweet it. Uh, Pharrell has not aged. Good for him. I'm going to do my best to weave in social media all through this 
Good for you. And I canceled. We don't even have yet. Whatever our Instagram is that we don't have yet, yeah. we don't mention it. Jamaica. I'm you just going to say. I don't like Instagram. I'm just going to say, add Joe Haggis. You should love Instagram. I like Instagram it's for easy. the meat videos. I'm really into. Uh, <laughs> pause. I'm really into like barbecue and smoking meat. So I'm into the meat videos. Scott's into meat. I am into meat. Yeah. But that's the only I, thing that's good for Instagram. I would I, I would watch a restoration video over a meat video. Like I'm taking this thing from the from the 1920s, turning it into what something thing? like a house. No, like a tool. No, if it's a house, yes, I'm into it. If it's a a hammer, no. This podcast taking interesting turns. <laughs> restoration of a, a, a I don't even know like what. a knife or like a tool a that knife? could be real. Yeah, I'm a big. I've got knives. You need a I, knife. I'm I can pretty let you hold one. No, I'm pretty confident this is an immigrant thing. Um, taking things that are broke or almost broke mm-hmm. and reusing them and making them work. Mm. Definitely, like, uh, can I buy a new thing? Yes. Can I afford it? Probably not. Like taking something that is broken. Maybe this is just nostalgic because I'm old now too. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you said a, it, not me. Yeah. Well, I think that it's pretty obvious to everybody um, in my music tastes and how I'm the. It's it's weird because we we go back and forth about who the curmudgeon is. And we trade off depending yeah, on the day. I think that's how we get along. Yeah. I think it's the only reason we get along is because we're both curmudgeons and we hate everything. You gotta have equal. balance in life. You yeah. gotta have balance. Yep. And we almost have that. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Slowly Maybe this surely. is the podcast. Maybe it is. It probably won't be though. Jerk Haggis X. X. There we go. <laughs> so on this show, what mm. we really want to focus on is a topic that's near and dear to both of our hearts. And it's not the um, coffee and cream almonds we're eating as we <laughs> talk about this. But They're delicious, by the way. They are really good. You Shout out you- to the Amish shop. There's an Amish shop. I wish I knew the exit in Oklahoma on your way back from Tulsa. So, like, East mm-hmm. Oklahoma. It's back, the same. It's, back to where? Back to Northwest Arkansas. Thank you. Yeah, so East Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Northwest Arkansas is right there if you know geography, right? Um, but it's the same Amish shop that's throughout America, in small town America. Mm-hmm. I think they're really Amish too, actually. I saw a couple of ladies in there who, they weren't in costume, that's how they looked, kind of thing. How do you know they weren't Mennonites? Because the name of the store was an Amish cheese shop. So? I'm not gonna (laughs) question what they named the shop. Show me your credentials, man. Yeah, no, just show me where your chocolate-covered almonds are. Tell me what your stance is on child labor, because if you're pro it, you're Amish. Oh, is that how that works? Everybody gets to work as a family. Oh. We're actually make we're we hit a new low on the podcast. We're making fun of Amish people. Does that <laughs> mean does that mean my family was Amish? Um Is that the only standard no. of being Amish? Um, no, it's not. Oh. Well, they still might have been, I don't know. Mm-hmm. They're delicious though, and it's ruining the podcast, but they're delicious. What do you mean ruining? It's making it better. It's making well, my... it, it doesn't hurt me. It hurts for the listener because they can hear me eating food. Well, we'll take this out. We're not gonna take it out. <laughs> no. no. Alright. We're, what at, we're anyway, what we're here for. <laughs> in addition to um, reviews of Amish snack foods, delicious. We're also going to talk about mumble wrap. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are familiar with mumble wrap, heard of it? Maybe you're not familiar with it. You'll get to know a couple of tracks that basically uh, encompass mumble wrap. Present day, it's a really popular form. Yeah. Um, fear of SoundCloud rap might be kind of tangentially related that's, to that. That's the confusing thing about. <clears throat> What is mumble rap? How do you claim mumble rap? What is the genre? Because when you break it down, there's lots of different things happening there. 
Sure. Like um, SoundCloud rap isn't necessarily mumble rap, even though a large majority of those people do fit that mold of people that aren't enunciating well. Shout out, this is a mumble podcast because I don't enunciate well. Enunciate well, see? Shut up. Um, and then we're going to touch on it just to move on because I know that that's not what it's about. Like that triplet flow, that Atlanta flow, uh, which a lot of people associate with mumble rap, is that in the scope of what we're talking about, or what is that in the? Mix? I would. I mean, so let's go. Let's, let's backtrack a little bit and let's see if we can try to define mumble rap. In mm-hmm. my mind, and we'll probably let's see if this where we start with the disagreement yeah, yeah. with the definition of mumble rap. The way that I think about mumble rap is problematic because it's inherently negative. It has an inherently negative connotation. No one's like, you heard the new mumble rap trick? No. And also, and also, it's hard to define because mumble rappers do not claim to be mumble rappers. Does no. that make sense? No one claims no. to be a mumble rapper. No one's like... Yeah, no one's picking that up and saying, I'm going to wave the flag for mumble rap. There was a minute, there was a minute where people were like, we invented it, we did it. But... Maybe. Yeah. I think, I think you have some rappers who... They know they're in a certain bucket, like a um, Lil Yachty, who knows in a certain bucket, yep. and he's getting hate from certain areas, and we'll cover certain areas where, where that would come from. He's getting mm-hmm. hate, and he'll um, shout out the style that he's he's procreating and pushing with other people, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he's never going to say he's a mumble rapper, because no. it doesn't make any sense for him to do that. And he's, I mean, what is a mumble no rapper? No one's taking the The way that I think about it, the, the way that I would distill how people have bucketed mumble rap is mostly around um, it has to be you're rapping but you're not enunciating for whatever reason whether it's on purpose or it's for the flow or it's because physically you just can't enunciate that well and any reason of that yeah you're not doing because you're lazy you're not doing because it enhances the rap song itself or because physically other drug related that's how you talk whatever it (laughs) is yes that's why you're not enunciating so for whatever reason best though if we talk about uh mumble rap at its best it's for flow right um could be I don't think it has to be. I, mean, okay. I don't think it at its best. No, I don't think it has to be for flow. Okay. Good. I would I would say at its at its best, it's gonna purely give you the emotion of whatever that rapper is trying to yep. trying to convey in the song. Yep. So a lot of my and, and flow is a really hard thing to define and nail and, and nail down. In my mind, flow has go goes back to rhythm and cadence. Mm-hmm. And I don't think uh, not enunciating goes back inherently to. If you're gonna uh, switch up your cadence from something like a triplet to something where you're enunciating on every beat, whatever it is, or or, or, or rapping on every beat, whatever mm-hmm. it is, um, I don't think mumbling, enunciating, not as good, connects back to the flow. I think it goes back to I'm making this song about drugs. I'm gonna rap like I'm on drugs. Yeah. Well, some of them are rapping because they're they on drugs are. at the time. Yeah. Sometimes. We'll uh, tweet and uh, Instagram when we get our Instagram up um, a uh, link to a really good uh, Vox piece on triplets just so you understand what we're talking about there because that's a whole podcast by itself. That's not what we're talking about. Um, but I think mumble rap as a whole is what we're delving into. So yep. I'm, I'm excited to hear what songs you've picked. I've only picked a very few um, to talk about uh, because it's, uh, in my mind, I'm like, I'll just rap what you have a song I'm talking about. And <laughs> don't do that. Terrible. Don't do that. It's going to be absolutely It's going to give me a lot of editing to do, and I don't <laughs> want to do that. No. Yeah. No. So, so it goes back to that triplet flow um, that David mentioned, which 
I guess, got popularized because of Migos' song Versace. Yep. Versace. 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 That's it. And it's not even the Versace song. It's really, it's not the Versace hook. Excuse me. No. It's the quote. It's the actual verse. So there's a famous clip of Snoop Dogg talking about it, which always turns up if you're always, like, if you're looking at anything hip hop related he's always talking about it. I don't know who came up with it like food that's my uh, Snoop Dogg by the way it's pretty flawless spot on I love the Steelers that's my he does <laughs> inexplicably he loves the Steelers um, like but, he, but it all sounds that triplet flow is the very much the same da 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 so um, but it's existed since like the 1800s so I mean a triplet is a triplet yeah but Migos didn't invent triplets no they didn't triplets are popular um, repetitive songs are super popular. There's a big upswing over them in the last 10 to 20 years. It's just the way music is going to be. It's where the music has always been, but it's really taken a, a upswing of late for people saying the exact same thing over and over again. Yeah. So, but I'm not Because everyone's trying to recreate a hit. It's the name of the game. It's not... If you're, I, I don't think anybody's like, I'm a true artist. Everybody's an artist, but no one's like, <laughs> everyone's, no, no one's is, like, what are you saying? No one's like, I don't want this to be too popular. You know, no one wants to be the outhouse. You still need street cred. Even yeah. in 2018, pop music, you still need street cred. But no one's like, no one's like, no one doesn't want to blow up. I don't believe anybody doesn't mm. want to be like, I'm, I'll say there's some people that are deliberately trying to do it. And there's yeah. others like, if everybody loves this and validates me, this is going to be great. So, okay, that's, that's my humble opinion. I have no idea. Uh, but we do this for the art of it. For the art, this is the art. Just <laughs> for you guys. Hey, ten podcasts in, we're still doing it. So, yeah, for real. Yeah. For the real fans. So the whole point of bringing up mumble rap, mm-hmm. I threw a challenge to you mm-hmm. to see if we could come up and try to figure out. What were the original mumble rap songs? Where did it come from? Like, yeah. is this a new thing? Where did this come from? Well, I don't. I definitely, in my research, this was such a great uh, thing to look in because uh, in my research, it's been a thing forever. It's just ultra popular right now, and it's hard to categorize. It's just that it's so many different artists that go into it, and. Um, there's two songs I reference. One that's not a mumble rap song. One that I believe absolutely is. Um, but it comes down to what you think mumble rap is. And we talked about this, but they're defining qualities of what a mumble rap song is. And then, like, I don't know if there is. I can tell you the first song that I remember going, what the, what the fuck is this song? Was uh, Lifestyle by Rich Gang. Ah, because yes, of, um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, what is he saying in that first part of that? I've, I've listened to that song enough now 
that I know what he's saying, but when I first heard it, it was in the bottom, the bottom, the But you may not like the narrative, but if you listen to the lyrics, it's a it's a story, it's yeah. a narrative. Yeah, 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 totally. And I think that a lot of people think that that's not what mumble rap is. Like that's a song that to me, I'm like, if someone said, just pick a mumble rap song, it's gonna be a song that song or a Kodak Black song. Yeah. But that song has a lot of lyrics. The other song that's a contrast is a Das Effects song from a long time ago. It's Das Effects. It has to be a long time. Well, they don't have course. new Das Effects, right? Oh, no. I guarantee for like $3,000, we could get a new Das Effects song. <laughs> that's it. Only for three easy payments of $1,000. Exactly. But it, that song is about lyrical gymnastics. The Das Effects song. Yep, we'll yep, play yeah, 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 yeah. And then, but there's no meaning there at all. Right. If you listen to it, so um, hit it up. Let's play. Let's play a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Let's play it a little bit. Okay, that sounds like <laughs> that sounds like rap. If in the '90s where you didn't really know what it was, and you're trying to describe it yep. versus on the back of a cereal box. That, that song was a joke. Like back in the day, that song. And if you haven't heard someone reference one, two, oh, vocal my in some other rap yeah, song, yeah, 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 yeah. But that whole song is about hey, look how good we can rap. Rap song, rap song. Yeah. Rapping, rapping for rapping sake, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But one of those two songs is lyrically better, and it is the... Uh, it's a Young Thug song. Absolutely. It's the Young Thug Absolutely. song. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the other one definitely would fit into what uh, a lot of old school guys would say is real hip-hop. Yeah. Um, and that goes back to, I think we talked about this before, is that there's a little bit of ageism yeah. involved. I think ageism is the last bastion of hate that you're allowed to have. You don't have anything else going for you, I guess. Well, because um, what young person's going to defend ageism? <laughs> yeah. Well, right. how, because, the, because the first thing someone's going to say is, how old are you? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. You're getting up there. So yeah. you were. Um, but I think there's validity to do it. But I think uh, more so than anything, it is the latest form of hip hop for people to hate on as the genre continues to re- right. be redefined and, and just move forward. Yeah. And uh, I've talked about this before. We've talked about this. If you think about the music evolution, in general in the US and I go back to the 80s which seems like another lifetime ago but it wasn't that long ago um, California Sunset Strip hair metal bands Poison and the Rat um, what happened then is it became super popular and a bunch of people got signed and they all came under this deal and then in like 92 uh, Seattle Sound came out the Seattle Sound which was Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden. Those would be the four big ones. But a bunch of people got signed. And here's what's interesting. They're all going to be called the Seattle Sound. None of those bands sound the same. Just like a lot of the mumble rap guys don't, don't sound, sound the, same. the same. No, yeah, there's no 
connection between any of them. But the difference now is a bunch of crappy groups or artists aren't being signed. They're just uploading the music. Right. And you define what's good. More so than any other time, you're defining what's good because you have access to everything. And that's what's interesting to me is before, hey, MTV played videos, whatever, you don't have to dig far to find music in general. Yeah. And so I think that's interesting. We'll see what rises to the top. Yeah, and the the power is also in the artist's hands because Mm -hmm. the other term that's connected with mumble rap is SoundCloud rap. Mm -hmm. And the reason that there's so many artists coming out who aren't signed, aren't getting signed, they don't care about that. They're getting their music out. And yep. people can they can get some popularity. People can listen to us because of SoundCloud, and that's why it's just like Seattle Sound. It's just where they're from. Where yep. are these rappers from? They're probably some factory, some lab that's pumping out <laughs> these colored dread rappers. But also, they end up on SoundCloud. It ends up being SoundCloud rap. It's just the least common denominator kind of thing. Yeah, I don't, and none of them get credit for uh, respecting the craft or the art. I think if you're releasing a really good song, I don't think it matters. But they should. So, for example, one rapper who's probably pre-mumble rap, but influenced a lot of these younger rappers who would probably be bucketed as mumble rap, is going to be Chief Keef. Mm -hmm. And he's got songs where he's um, being very deliberate with what he's saying. His enunciation and everything he's trying to say means something, like, don't like. Mm -hmm. The whole point of that song is to make people know what he likes and what he doesn't like. Except the way that he says, fuck. What? In that song, you're about to play it, the way he says fuck is weird. Okay, we'll figure that out in a minute. <laughs> I've never noticed how he says fuck. Yep. A yep. Fu- that doesn't sound uh, like fuck. I don't know. Now, the other song we need to listen to mm-hmm. is um, Love Sosa, which is where he is mumbling. Yeah. He's not necessarily enunciating words on purpose. He's doing it more for the melody of the song. Where he sounds love so so oh yep. and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's mm-hmm. another one where he's using both ways it's 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 rapping for the art itself it's using yeah. those techniques to try to communicate whatever he's trying to communicate. So, yeah, the way he's saying some of those words, which maybe connects back to the way he says fuck on yep. uh, don't Check like, it it's possible. But the way you say the words means something in the song. It conveys the emotion. It conveys the point of the song. Mm-hmm. So we talked about Young Thug. That was the first example you brought up. Yep. And one of the early examples of mumbo rap, and he's this fully purposely not enunciating and kind of not even saying words, is this old this track, Haiti Slang. It's kind of like a pig Latin rap. It doesn't really make any sense. I don't know if you've even heard this before. Let's go. We're going to play a little bit of it, and um, let's see what you guys think. This is like mumble rap to the extreme. I got kids, I ain't holding up a few years. I ain't got no deal. Pack full of kids, eh? Blowing them kids, eh? Hate do it, eh? He don't want kids, eh? The dank. Buck, buck, slim, brown, road, shit, that's dank. Wow. It's funky. It's it's just, it's just different. So that got popular. I found it on like rap Tumblr, I guess. I don't yeah. know. That was my first young thug experience. Yeah, and it was what but it's a good example for me of hey, a voice is a musical instrument. Yeah, absolutely. So like I'm just there, we're progressing, it's yeah. like part of part of the whole deal. Yeah, it's so. interesting. 
That's, yeah. I, I think it's interesting because I think you and I are aligned here. It has a negative connotation, but it's not bad. Oh, absolutely it's not. not. It's not a bad form of hip-hop. It's not a bad form of the art process, plane driving, plane driving, uh, plane driving, uh, flying by, doing good. Um, but no, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think it progresses and the cream will rise to the top and then there'll be something else that's hot. Yeah, uh, hip-hop's a very democratic form of music. Yeah, there's some I, industry plant type stuff. There's going to be money funneled everywhere, but still the, the stuff that people want to listen to, whether it's kids in the inner city, whether it's old folks trying to jam out in the backyard, whatever yep. it is, people, people want to listen to, that's what's going to get played for hip hop. Don't you think though, if there's too many people in the same genre, it just, it dilutes it. So you could have a, uh, artists on the come up you're like this guy could be something but he, he'll he probably fall off because there's 12 people doing the same thing yeah it's 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 possible I don't I'm not concerned about it just because to your point that you mentioned earlier there's so much music out mm-hmm. I don't feel bad for an artist if if they, they can get their own their own um, their own music out and they can get this to their fans. All they need to do is get a Drake co-sign and they're fine, right? Yeah, anyway, that's all it takes. And that's pretty Drake, easy at this Drake point. Drake just needs to steal their sound. had a song come out with Bad Bunny, so there's that. Uh, he had a pretty good Spanish accent. I give him that much. He, I mean, his, his Spanish isn't bad. That's my... I don't know. Yeah, it's your Bad Bunny. I don't like Bad Bunny. That's on the podcast. I, and I say this, fan. and I know that we shouldn't be about this. Bad Bunny's funky looking. Uh, is that best part? Is like his name's Bad Bunny. He can't be normal. He can't be like a guy who look like Josh. He he looks like a weird SNL parody of what a. He, it's weird. You're saying Pete Davidson's gonna play him at some point? <laughs> I think he's more of an Andy Sandberg. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can see that. I don't know. Yeah. I think that um, that song was written for a while. That song had been in the crates yeah. for a minute, and yeah. now that people are realizing, hey, you don't need to uh, speak. English to, to have a, a poppin' song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is another, hey, why is that not considered mumble rap if you don't understand it? Like, oh. if you're going to be one of, like, really? I mean, it's a good song. It's not a great song. I like it like the, that was a great song. It is a great song. And it was. It's dead now. That song's dead. It's not dead. Yeah. That no, but there's a good population of the country who can like understand most of it, or at least get the feeling from whatever they're trying to say as well. You have the ma- you have songs that you you listen to somewhat on the regular that aren't in English, right? I do. I yeah. put them out. I, th- yeah. I I do as well, and I'm like, it's just a good. I know it's what he's saying. Music. That's all point. As long as you're not yeah, saying yeah, yeah. he's gonna kill me specifically, yeah, I'm okay. It's calling out. Yeah. Who? How does he know my name? Oh, he said my name. It's, it's got to be positive. What number is he calling out? That sounds like my social security number. How did he get that? Wow. I love that for a good <laughs> research. Good. Artists. Uh, uh, also, cool. good stuff. Yeah. I love the conversation. Yeah, it's great. We should do more like. Uh, topics that are specific every now and again like yeah. just like let's just talk about this how about this if y'all have topics you want us to talk about tweet tweet us instagram us yeah yeah or just, well, or just call us those are listening to us so call, you guys yeah know just us. find just that rapper us. he's got my social he'll have my number <laughs> yeah we're gonna need on, backup actually uh, jerk haggis uh on twitter see what's jerk up haggis on twitter yeah also jerk haggis at gmail i'm pretty sure is our email yeah we're pretty fancy yeah gmail. we got it all yeah. We probably have a P.O. box, but that's not for the podcast. It's for <laughs> something else. Uh, that's how we get our money. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All That'll right. be easy. Later. Later.